Hello, friends. How was your week? I had an interesting week. I might be doing a little sharing later on, but let's talk about the theme. Today's theme is going to be called We, the Makers of Our Destiny. And I am recording this on Saturday, August 22nd. So I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. But what I'm going to share right now is uh, a quote from Pablo Casals. And I received this from my dear friend, Ileana Eckerd, who just retired as the superintendent of schools at the North Rockland Central School District. And on July 31st, she wrote a letter and sent it out to all of us. And she wrote a little stuff I'm not going to share. But then she says, finally, I will leave you with a thought by one of my favorite musicians and thinkers, Pablo Casals. So I'm going to read that to you, and then I'm going to move on with our theme, We the Makers of Our Destiny. Each second we live is a new and unique moment of the universe, a moment that will never be again. And what we do, we teach our children. What do we teach our children? We teach them that two and two make four, and that Paris is the capital of France. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. I did. When will we also teach them what they are? We should say to each of them, do you know what you are? You are a marvel. You are unique. In all the years that have passed, there has never been another child like you. Your legs, your arms, your clever fingers, the way you move. You may become a Shakespeare, a Michelangelo, a Beethoven. You have the capacity for anything. Yes, you are a marvel. And when you grow up, can you then harm another who is like you a marvel? You must work. We must all work to make the world worthy of its children. Isn't that awesome? So, dear friends in the spirit, 111, right? We're all children of God. We're all children of our parents and so we we can make our own destiny and we are marvelous uh, I found this my I received this from the simply luxurious life and this was actually dated May 20th 2013 but my wife Lizzie found this and Xerox didn't sent it to me and I said wow this is really cool um, 20 ways to be prepared for opportunity I'm going to do five a week. I'm going to read their little introduction, and then I'm going to read five of them. And the next week, I'll do another five, another five, another five. Four times five equals 20. Life has a keen sense of humor, and it's all the more enjoyable when we are laughing with it. What I mean to say is that we have a choice every single day regarding how we will approach the 24 hours we are given. We can either choose to trek through life as though it is a burden full of drudgery and monotony, or we can realize that life is as grand as we believe it to be. We are the makers of the destiny we seek. As a young adult, it is easier to be full of hope and ambition as the world seems full of possibilities. But as we get older, some may have us believe that we need to settle and resign ourselves to the reality that life is what the world tells us it should be. Follow your internal direction. 
Look for the many opportunities that are wishing and waiting to be discovered. Because trust me, they are out there no matter what your age. Opportunities do not just plop out of thin air when we aren't looking. The good news for those of us who are willing to work hard and consistently is that we must be prepared for the opportunity when we see it so we can pounce. (laughs) While the opportunities can continue to gather up may seem small, it is often these small opportunities capitalized upon again and again that lead to the grand break we are looking for. Very rarely does a record-breaking diamond become unearthed on the first try, but rather after many other small treasures have been discovered along the way. Here are a few things that you could do right now and continue to do each day to aid in your preparation to be able to seize on the opportunities you wish to find. I will share five each week from the list of 20, and here's the first five. Number one, mind your money manners, but know when to take risk. When you have control of your finances, you can take risks knowing that you have the savings or income to weather the storm should your risk fail. Number two, for your health's sake, eat well. An added benefit is that you'll look great too. Who knows when the opportunities will be ready for you to find them. It could be when you're 20 or it could be when you're nearing middle age and beyond. Remain healthy so that no matter when it arrives, you can enjoy it to the fullest. And as some of you know, I just turned 61 last week. Holy mackerel, four days ago. Happy birthday to me. I I can't sing that. Um, Yeah, you know, I'm trying my best to eat healthy and to do my daily walks at the Marian Shrine every morning and do some push-ups, and once in a while I'll I'll do some free weights, but as we know, all the gyms are closed, so I'm not going to the gym anymore, but I'm, I'm trying to stay healthy. Number three, make the right type of mistakes made while being courageous and ambitious rather than defensive, lazy, or ignorant. Mistakes will happen to us all, but make them while striving toward forward towards something new or challenging rather than sitting around doing nothing afraid of everything that is so true have folks number four look for opportunities seek them out open your eyes say yes do something new ask why never stop learning open the eyes of my heart lord open the eyes of my heart I want to see you. I want to see you. Yes, seek them out. And number five, be kind and helpful. Helping others out when you can, when you can simply because you can and not to gain anything in return creates an environment of support and positive rapport. By creating an environment that is welcoming and uplifting, more of that energy is created. Pay forward what you wish to see more of, even if you don't see a lot of it at the present moment. So those are the first five. In each week, I'm going to add the other five. And by the end, you'll have all 20 and write them down. And um, practice, practice. And uh, hopefully great things are happening in your life. But remember, we, the makers of our destiny. So each day, each moment, 
right? We could decide. I, I've said this many times in my talks, and there might be a, a bunch of you new friends that are listening to me, but I grew up Judeo-Christian, Catholic, and I grew up in, in heaven, purgatory, hell. And now the older I am and the different spiritualities and religions and, and different things that I have been reading and learning, I'm not sure if there is a hell. You know, I, I can't believe that God will put us on this earth for 70, 80, 90 years and then, you know, we die and we get judged. And all of a sudden, you know, he says, okay, you know, you screwed up for these 70, 80, 90 years. Now you're going to go in damnation for eternity. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. So God bless you guys if you believe that. Um, I'm kind of not feeling that. I believe my God, our God is a loving God. God is love and God is kindness and patience and and we can be God, right? We can create our own heaven on earth or hell on earth, depending on how we deal with each situation. We, the makers of our destiny, right? We could create our own heaven on earth, even in the midst of a pandemic and, and unemployment and all the other problems that are happening in our world. So I am going to share from daily practice, sacred reading and meditation, one Spirit Learning Alliance, New York City. Mistakes are the portal to creativity, to learning something new, to have a fresh look on things. And that was taken from Fail, Fail, Again, Fail Better, Pema Codone. I'm really bad. At, if you're new here, you're going to know that my pronunciations aren't the best. I was born in the story of Queens. Hey, you know, this is how I talk. I talk, I drink coffee. Oh, matter of fact, I have some coffee here. It's not coffee, it's coffee. Ah, that was good. Okay, I'm going to continue to read Science of Mind magazine. Their, their page for the day, um, Keep Learning. And here's a quote from Nikki Giovanni. Mistakes are a fact of life. It is the response to error that counts. <laughs> Amen to that. And a quote from Ernest Holmes, the founder of Science of Mind, Ideas for Living. And when we are able to reach out beyond the indifference and the coldness of life, reach through all intolerance and unkindness, only then do we meet that divine center, which is forever established within every person. Right? I just said that <laughs> about God dwells inside us. We can we can be have heaven on earth and and be godlike and be loving, right? We do the best we can based on the information we know and the resources available to us. And sometimes our best isn't good enough. More often our best is fine and works well until the circumstances change. When we look at the world today, we can point out many mistakes made by past generations and observe a long list of social problems. But the reality is the way we make change in our individual lives is the same way we contribute to making changes in our culture and world. Now they're going to have four different words here. First one, choose. The first step to change is to choose what we want to experience. Do we want to experience inclusion? 
then we must envision a world where people from different groups have healthy relationships with one another and choose to move in that direction. The second word, change. We must be willing to stop repeating old patterns. We must be willing to choose new behaviors, new friends, new ways of beings. And hopefully, if you're new to Friends in the Spirit 111, welcome. (laughs) Number three, learn. As we change our behavior, we are required to learn new things. We learn about ourselves. We learn about the ways others live their lives. And the new options created by learning new things begin to shape new habits. Hey, at 61, I'm learning how to do a podcast. How cool is that, right? So... I'm still trying. And as as a lot of you know, I've been the stage manager at Good Morning America for 33 years. I've been honored, blessed, very grateful for that opportunity. And I will continue as long as God wants me to continue at GMA. But I'm loving doing these podcasts and sharing, um, sharing all these different stories and themes and trying to help others. And part of me feels, a big part of me feels that we're put on this earth to help others, right? And I love to mentor people of all ages, you know, school kids, college kids, people just starting out in their careers, people in ministry, music, media. It's it's what I love to do. I love helping my family too. I love helping you guys. And I pray for you guys every single day, multiple times, <laughs> Uh, The last one, I believe, is grow. New habits repeated over time cause us to grow. Sometimes we grow exactly as predicted. Sometimes we grow in ways we couldn't even imagine at first. But growth is the outcome. Mistakes will be made. Think of them as stepping stones to growth. Did you hear that? Mistakes will be made. It's okay. <laughs> I've made tons of mistakes in my life, dear friends of the Spirit. But God is good, and I am faithful, and I keep, I'm still chugging along in this life. That was a little coffee sip. And Science of Mind, at the end, they have an affirmation. If you're not uh, aware of affirmations, they're like little prayers, right? But affirming good things in your life. I choose, I change, I learn, I grow. Now I'm going to read from Neil Donald Walsh. On this day of your life, I believe God wants you to know that you can live a charmed life and that there is a formula by which you can make this work. Here is the formula. Drum roll. You can live a charmed life by causing others to live a charmed life. That is, be the source of charm, of charming moments and experiences in the life of another. Be everyone else's lucky charm. Make all who you touch today feel lucky that you cross their path. I like to use the word blessed, but lucky is cool. Do this for a week and watch things change. Do it for a month and you'll be a different person. Love your friend Neil Donald Walsh. Right? Helping others, doing good for others, mentoring people. And if all all you could do right now, um, depending on what's going on in your life, is open a door for someone, smile at someone, wave, um, phone call, text them. It's all good. Be kind, be generous, be loving. 
that's what um that's what we're about friends in the spirit one on one um helping others to 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 be kind and loving and helpful and in turn as you know you help others and and things come back to you right it, it's a good mantra and you don't do good things to expect good things you just do good things and and things come back this is again from daily practice sacred reading and meditation usually only read one a day but if this was a one-liner, so I wanted to do two today. Um, never worry about numbers. Help one person at a time. And always start with the person nearest to you. Wow, how beautiful is that? That was received from Mother Teresa. Teresa. I, I like to say Mother Teresa. In Barbara Bonner's Inspiring Generosity. I'm going to share something from Rhonda Byrne, 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 I think it's Byrne, of The Secret. There is a difference between feeling gratitude and appreciation for something and feeling attachment to something. Appreciation and gratitude are states of pure love, while attachment contains fear, fear of losing or not having what you attach to. When it comes to something you want in your life, appreciation and gratitude attracts, and attachment pushes away. If you are feeling afraid that you will not get what you want or losing what you have, then you have attachment. To remove the attachment, keep shifting yourself into a state of appreciation and gratitude and you, until you can feel the fear has gone. The fear is gone. Do, 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 do. I am grateful to you, dear friends in the spirit. One, one, one. I really am. And then she says, may the joy be with you. Rhonda Byrne, the secret, bringing joy to millions. So if you guys are new to Friends in the Spirit, one, 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 I think I said stuff in the introduction, if you haven't read it, but I've been doing this for a bunch of years and started on email, then went to Facebook. So check us out, Friends in the Spirit 111 on Facebook. And now I'm trying the old podcast thing. So we'll see how it works. But just sending out a message of love and kindness and generosity and gratefulness. And we're open. We're a community open to, to all people. A very loving community. And there are a lot of great Friends in the Spirit 111. And um, you could get to know them. If you go on the the Facebook page and comment and do replies. And I do have um, two different private message Facebook groups that we send out daily prayers and blessings and reflections. And I have almost like 100 in each group. So if you have any interest in joining that, send me a, a little uh, message. And I'd love to add you to that. This is from Three Minutes a Day, The Christophers. It's a, the Christopher Close-Up is a show I directed many, many years ago. Fear versus love. All of us endure periods of worry and fear in our lives, times when we think we're not good enough or that failure is our destiny. We forget that God created us with a purpose and loves us. On her Facebook page, singer-songwriter Sarah Hart shared the following reflection to remind us that we can choose love over fear. Fear says you are typical. Love says you are extraordinary. 
Fear says you have nothing to offer. Love says you are creative beyond measure. Fear says you are less than everyone else. Love says you are more than you will ever know. Fear says life will crush you. Love says I have conquered death. Fear is a thief. Love is a giver. May we live in love. And from 2 Timothy 1.7, God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. And then there's a little prayer. Help me not to allow fear to overtake my life, paraclete. And you'll notice, uh, I, I read the Bible years ago, and and I don't look at it often, once in a while, but um, I'm not always great with the quotes in the book. So I said Second Timothy. It could be 2 Timothy. I don't know. So it's all good, right? I'm not a perfect person. I'm telling you that. I'm not an expert in spirituality. I'm just Eddie Louise, born in a story of Queens. And just, I, I love to get all these different readings and different messages and different reflections. And then I select a theme each week and I pop it into a theme. And then I, I read from all different other ministries. And I am honored and blessed that I could share this through my vision, through my words, through my heart, through my love. And I hope that something touches you. I, I've told a lot of people in the past, if you're new to these podcasts and, and me and Friends in the Spirit 111, the whole thing might not resonate with you. But maybe one thing, maybe one message, one reflection, maybe one paragraph, paragraph, Excuse me, maybe one sentence, maybe one word. Use that word, use that as a mantra, use that word to meditate, use that sentence. And um and share. Share this. Share share this this community with others, share this message. Um I appreciate that. I really do. I'm gonna end with Joel and Victoria Osteen, Wake Up to Hope Devotional. You're on assignment. 2 Corinthians, or 2 Corinthians, 5.20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God has an assignment for you that nobody else can fulfill. God needs you. He needs your gifts, your smile, your love, your passion. You are part of his divine plan. You have something to offer that nobody else can offer. Nobody has your exact personality, your exact looks. There is something unique about you. Don't wear that average label. If you think you're average, you'll be average. If you think you're ordinary, you'll live an ordinary get-by life and never do anything great. Hmm. I, I could talk about this. This is Joel's words, and, and I'm going to put in my two cents afterwards. But I always like to read different things, and I might not totally agree, but I still feel like people should hear these messages, right? The truth is there is nothing ordinary about you. There you go. You have the fingerprints of God all over you. The creator of the universe breathed his life into you. He crowned you with his favor. You have royal blood flowing through your veins. You have a destiny to fulfill something greater than you ever imagined. 
embrace his truth, embrace his love, and embrace the blessings he has in store for your future. And the prayer for today. Father, thank you for equipping me and choosing me to be your ambassador, your representative on this earth. I choose to live an extraordinary life, not just an average life. I declare that I have your royal blood flowing through my veins and I have a great destiny fulfill. Help me to be your light and to use my gifts and talents to lead others to know you. In Jesus' name, amen. And the wake-up thought, God made you as you are on purpose. Nothing about you is by accident. Start to declare, God has called me to represent him in this world. You talk like that and you won't have that weak, defeated, I'm just average mentality. You'll carry yourself like an ambassador, not in pride, but with a quiet knowing that you've been handpicked by the creator of the universe and you have something amazing to offer this world. So dear friends in the spirit, one more one, obviously Joe Olstein is a very positive preacher, minister, and there's a lot of positivity there. But there are a couple little things that I don't 100% agree with. I believe that you are extraordinary. I don't believe that you are just average. So what you're doing right now, nobody else could do. You are an extraordinary individual. Whatever you are doing right now. Okay? So don't think that you're ever average. You are more than average. You are a child of God. You are part of the universe. You are light. You are love. You are a beautiful human being. You're actually a spiritual being having a human experience, right? Um, and in the beginning, it says God needs you. And I remember a long time ago, I was reading the book Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. And they said, if you could summarize the whole book, um, Neil summarized it by, you got it all wrong. <laughs> God said, you got it. You got me all wrong. I said, holy mackerel. And, and I don't know. I don't have the answers. I was, like I told you, I was raised Catholic. I go to, like before the pandemic, I, I used to go to a perpetual Eucharistic adoration chapel, which is Catholic. And in the Catholic faith, they believe that Jesus is present in the body and blood in the Eucharist. So they would have Jesus in a little chapel in a monstrance, which is like this little gold container. And every hour, on the hour, seven days a week, 24 hours, there would be a guardian or an adorer that would come and sit in a chair and be with Jesus. So Jesus was never alone. And I remember when my son Andrew, at the time, he was going to Wake Forest University. And he called me up and said, Dad, he said, have you heard of Conversations with God, the book? I said, no. He says, you got to get it. I said, okay, Andrew. <laughs> so I got it. And I started reading it. And like I said, it says, God says, you got me all wrong. So now I'm sitting in the back of the chapel, three o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, and I'm holding the book. And I'm saying, God, are you the God in that monstrance? Are you the God in this book? Like, I'm seeing two different things and I'm not understanding. And you know what? It's okay not to understand. And it's okay that each day, each week, each month, each year, things might change in your mind. Um, I still don't have the answer. But according to that book, God says, I don't need anything. <laughs> I'm God, right? 
I don't need, you know, in the Christian churches, praise and worship and and hands up and 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 rosary beads and this and that. Like, and it's all good. And and I learned somewhere, and I don't remember where I learned, but anything that brings you close to the God is good. So if you like to have rosary beads, if you like to put a rock in your hand, you like to have a cross, a crucifix, you like to say certain things, you like to have a crystal around your neck, you like to have Buddha beads, anything that brings you closer to God is good. But does God need anything? I don't know. I don't think God needs certain things. I think what, what I like to do is I pray for God's will. Right. A lot of times I don't pray for specific things. Uh, you know, I'm 61 years old. I go back to the twilight zones. Do, 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 do. And sometimes you ask for something or want something and you get it exactly the way you get it. And then all of a sudden all this other bad stuff comes with it. Right. So instead of me asking or praying for something specific. I'm always asking for God's will because you you know what's better, right? You see the whole outcome. You see all of life, all of eternity. So I ask for, for God's will. Do you need anything? I don't know, but I love you, God. You're in my life. You're in my thoughts. I talk to you every single day, tons of times of the day. I have different prayers, different reflections, Um so, like I said earlier, I'm just Eddie Louisi, born from a story Queens, and I'm giving these little talks and I'm putting together different things and putting in my two cents. But I am not an expert by any means. I am just a friend in the spirit, 111. So I hope you enjoyed this little talk. I'll be back next week. And eventually, I'm going to try to find all the old uh, Friends in the Spirit videos that I recorded over the years and try to transfer it to audio so then we could have a lot more podcasts and, and you'll hear a lot more stories because I've been doing this for a few years now. So don't forget to share your faith with family and friends. Cue the Spirit. Stay blessed and a blessing. Thanks.